But if I don't forgive, I'm going to bring it into my future and it's going to define who I am. And God doesn't want you to be defined by your past, your hurt, your anger, your bitterness, all of that stuff. He doesn't want you to be defined by your past. He wants you to let it go. Let it go. If you do these things, your past will remind you. Now hear me. Your past will remind you, but it will not define you. I can tell you every person who hurt me probably. But I've chosen. I'm not going to let them define my future. God is so good, is he not? I, I, want you to, I want you to do something today. I want you to say this. And I'm going to call you out individually. I don't usually do that. But today I might just call you out individually. And I want you to repeat what I'm going to say. My past does not define me. My past does not define me. Kelly. Louder. Okay, my past does not define me. Oh, um, you're looking at me. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, but I want you to get it. I, your past does not define your future, okay? Now, understand that your present can become your past, can become your future. But I want you to understand as Christians, my past, your past, should not define your future. Because if you want to be honest, we all have a history. We all have a past. And there's some things that, that you know, I'm pretty transparent. You know me by now after 20, almost 22 years, you know me. And I'm pretty transparent. I just kind of lay it out on the table, you know, and, you know, and uh, there's kind of not a whole lot hid in my life. And that, that's okay, but some of you are not as transparent as me, and that's okay too. I respect that and, and everything. But I am thankful that my past doesn't define my future. Now, I made some mistakes, and well, gee whiz, let's call it what it is. I committed some sins in the past, but I'm thankful that those past sins doesn't have to define my future. I wish I could stand before you and tell you today I got it all right, but you know that is not true. I did not always get it right. So my past does not have to define my future. I'm looking. Taylor, speak it. Kaylee. Uh, I love it. I love it. I want you to get it. I want that thing to sink into your mind that my past does not define 
my future. Now, for the last several weeks, we've been going, we started a new series about two, three weeks ago, I guess, and uh, started a new series called A Fresh Start, having a fresh start at life, having a fresh start in whatever arena of life. And we've been talking about our spiritual life, but we also have discovered that it, 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 this can apply to every arena of our life, whether it's our spiritual life, our walk with God, or whether it's our relationships with people, or whether it's our finances, or whether it's our careers or whatever it may be, that what we're talking about, we can have a fresh start at life, a fresh start at relationships, a fresh start at, at whatever you want to talk about in your thing. And, 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 and we can make sure, we can make sure, and we ask the question, how can we ensure that the next time won't be like the last time, that the next relationship won't be like the last one, or that the, the next uh Financial decision won't be like the last one, or or that the the next uh, I do, or when I say I do, I'm not talking about marriage. <laughs> uh, uh, the next I do, I'm I'm going to do better. I'm going to live better. I'm going to commit my life to Christ. That it won't be like the last time. How can we ensure that the next time won't be like the last time? And so we've been talking about all these things, and we talked about the illusions, how that experience makes me wiser. And that experience does not make you wiser. It's evaluated experience. Evaluated experience when you evaluate your situation. So evaluated experience makes you wiser. We talked about since I know better, I will do better. And we know that since I know better, I won't do better. I I know better, but I won't do better because I like chocolate. I like peanut butter. And when you put them together, they make a great Reese's. Thank you, Ann. Anyway. I, I know better, but you know, no, no, no. Knowing better doesn't equal doing better. Why? Because you, 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 it's. Oh, I love this. Uh, knowing better does not equal doing better. Because you need you need help. You need power. You need enablement, and that's what the Holy Spirit does in your life. He comes alongside you and empowers you to do better. So without Jesus, without the Holy Spirit, you really can't do better. And how that time is your enemy. We talked about time is your enemy. Time is not your enemy. You can leverage time to be your friend, to be a benefit, to be a blessing. And so, you know, you get out of one relationship, don't just jump into another relationship. Pause, pause, pause long enough. And why do you say that? Because we want to make sure we pause long enough to take responsibility for our past. If you don't take responsibility for your past, you're going to drag your past right into your next, your future. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whether it's financial, spiritual, uh, relational, whatever it is, if you don't take responsibility, if you don't pause long enough to evaluate your past and your responsibility into it, responsibility in it, you're going to drag it right into the next relationship or whatever it may be in your life. And so we talked about that. Then last week, we talked about having a renewed mind, that we have to change our stinking thinking. Change your stinking thinking. You've got to have a renewed mind. Where Paul writes and he said, but do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to change the way you think. And how do you change the way you think? By getting into the Word of God and listening to what the Word of God says. I I, I was amazed this week. I was reading, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I was reading in Proverbs, the third chapter this week, and And and, and I was reading, and I thought, if you and I would just take the third chapter of Proverbs 
and apply it and live by it, it will change your life completely. Because it says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall make your path straight. Don't not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And I love the next one. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. And you go on and read, and I'm thinking, boy, if we just took that one chapter... And applied it to the way we live our lives. Take the word. Renew your thinking. Change the way you think. Man, it is a life changer. It really is. And and so this morning, we want to kind of continue on in this series about having a fresh start. And and I want to ask the question, and and I made this statement. You do not have to allow your past to define your future. Because you have a history, I have a history. But I'm thankful today that my past isn't defining my future. And your past does not ever have to define your future. How long, let me ask you this question, and and we're going to be talking about, the the theme is a fresh start, and I don't know if they put the the other thing up there on the board, Uh, Ah, thank you. Release it. I knew it would get there. Release it. What we want to talk about today is releasing our past. Releasing our past. Now, I don't know about you, but how many of you have ever been hurt? Not physically, but by people. Oh, just a couple of you I see right now. Not too many. Oh, now, now you're going. Now, now you're being truthful. Yeah, every one of us have been hurt. We have been hurt. And I want to ask the question in this, how long do you plan to allow the people who mistreated you to influence you? How long do you plan to allow the people who mistreated you to influence you? How do you stop allowing those people in your past, how do you stop them from influencing you. And I'm just going to use two words. You decide. You decide. You make up your mind. You decide. You learn from the past, but you don't let your past define you. Now, that's important. I want to learn from my past mistakes. I want to learn from my past disobedience or whatever it is. I want to learn from my past, but I don't want to allow my past to define my future. So you learn from your past, but you don't let your past define you. You and I have the ability to leave the past behind once we make up our mind. 
Now remember, you need Jesus to do this. You need Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit to do this. You can't do it apart from Christ. You gotta have Christ. So once you make up your mind to leave the past behind you, and I want you to get that, there is enough pain in life without dragging all the pain of the past into one's future. So you've got to release the past so the past can release you. You've got to release the past so the past can release you. And how do we do that? By forgiving. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Let go of it. You see, forgiveness is what allows one to learn from the past without carrying all the baggage from the past into the future. So I want us to look in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, right quick. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. In Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and, and we're going to start at verse 26. And Paul is writing here, and, he, and, and I love the book of Ephesians because the Ephesians, the first three chapters of Ephesians is about, you know, it's about the gospel. It's about, you know, it, you know, what Jesus did for us and all that kind of stuff, and it's great. And then chapter four, he begins to talk about practical living. In chapter four, he, he tells us, as a prisoner of the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy, and we go there. But I want us to look at verse 26. And he says, in your anger, whose anger? Your anger. Now, don't tell me you've never been angry. You have been angry even as a child. (laughs) We've all been angry. But notice what he says. In your anger, do not sin. Do not sin. The word do not is, is is a phrase that means you make a decision. A decision one makes. Acknowledge your anger and then make a decision. Let me tell you, it's okay to be angry. It's a natural emotion. And I'm telling you, sometimes that anger will protect you or protect a loved one or whatever. It's okay to get angry, but do not make a decision to allow the anger to control you. And that's what he said. In your anger, do not sin. Make a decision that you're not going to allow your anger to control your response. Because apart from Christ, if you make me angry, my natural tendency is to retaliate. I mean, that's my natural tendency. If you make me angry, and apart from Jesus, I'm I'm telling you, apart from Jesus Christ, I can't do it. But with Jesus Christ, I can make a choice. God, I am upset. I am angry right now. But Lord, I know that you have the power To keep me from responding as my flesh wants to respond. So he tells us, in your anger, do not sin. And then he says, do not. Do not. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Now, that phrase, do not give, means offering a gift. 
offering a gift. Do not let the devil, do not offer the devil a gift. I want you to get this. You see, the Bible says that the devil is a slanderer. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. Now, I got to be careful here. Do not let the devil, what does he say? Give, do not give the devil a foothold. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give a, the devil a foothold. Now, don't take this out of context. What if we put the person's name who hurt you or, mistru- or um, abused you or misused you or did you wrong? What if you put the name there? Do not give blank. <laughs> Do not give blank a foothold. Do not give them the power to influence your future. Do not give them the power. Do not give them. I'm telling you, there's so many times that people allow the past to define the future. And they allow the past people that have misused them or abused them or they, whatever it is, they've allowed those situations to get a hold of them, a foothold in their life, that they bring it into the future. And God doesn't want all your baggage brought into your future because he doesn't want the past to define who you are and what your future will be. So he says, do not give a foothold. Do not give the devil. Do not give the blank a foothold in your life. And notice what he says. He who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Doing something useful with his hands, that he may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk, notice that. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you are sealed from the day of redemption. Get rid of, notice that, get rid of something you do. Getting rid of is something you do. I've discovered something. There are a lot of things in my house that I need to get rid of. And the amazing thing is, unless I do it, it ain't going to happen. I walked into my office yesterday. My office is a disaster. Disaster. I hate my office because it's cluttered. I got things everywhere, papers and things everywhere. And Miss Vicky said, do you want me to clean your office? I said, would you? She called me Friday or texted me Friday. She says, text me Friday. She says, I have cleaned your office and I put everything in boxes because that's what I told her to do. I said, just put everything in boxes. I'm taking it home and put it in the garage. And my wife said, don't bring it home. (laughs) 
because she knows what will happen. Get rid of. Of course, there's still boxes in there. I didn't get rid of them yet, but they're going. <laughs> what, is God, what is Paul writing? Get rid of. It is something you do. You don't have to be a victim of your past. He says, and he tells us here, uh, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Now notice this, forgiving each other just as in Christ, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Now to forgive means to pardon. The only way to break the chain from your past is for you to decide to forgive. And the word forgive means to pardon. The best thing one can do for their future is to pardon. Because forgiveness uncouples their impact on your future. Now this is amazing. When I choose to forgive someone, it uncouples them. It uncouples them from my past that they have no impact on my future. That doesn't mean you forget. It doesn't mean that you forget maybe what happened or how you were treated or whatever. But what it means, they no longer, they will no longer impact and define your future. Now, I think this is so important. And, and, and I think what's important in here is what, what he said. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Now, listen, I, I, want you to, I want to get a clear picture of this. When you forgive someone, you make a conscious decision that you're no longer going to hold what they did in your past over their head. You're, no long, you're not going to bring it up. You're not going to talk about it. You're not going to remind them about what they did. You, when you forgive, you pardon them. You pardon them. But the, the amazing thing is when you pardon them, you uncouple. You uncouple what they did in, in the past. You uncouple what they did in the past so that you can move into the future without bringing all the baggage and all the hurt and all the pain into the next part of your life. And I've been thinking about this. And, and, I, and I begin to think this person in my life, how many people have hurt me in my past? Now, I know every one of us have been hurt. We've we, we just about all raised our hand. We've all been hurt in the past. And there's times that I have drugged what they did. Instead of pardoning them, I just kept reminding myself of what they did. Now, I will never forget what they did, but I've discovered something. I'm not going to hold them accountable. I'm going to pardon them. I'm going to let it go. Because if I don't let it go, I'm going to allow it to keep affecting who I am in the future and what God wants to do in my life. And God's saying, as Christ forgave you, you forgive one another. Now, you got to know something about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was 100% God in the flesh, but he was also 100% man. And while he lived on this earth, he lived as a man. He didn't live as a God. He lived as a man. 
He performed as a man. He operated as a man. He only did what his father told him to do. He never did anything on his own. He never did anything on his own inclination. He did only what his father told him what to do. And I want to tell you, Jesus Christ was a living example of how you and I are to live on this earth. We are to live with in step with the Spirit. We are to walk in the Spirit. We are to obey the Spirit. And when we walk in step with the Spirit, we're not following our inclination. We're following the Holy Spirit's inclination, His leading, His direction. And, and Jesus, when <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, when He was on the cross, and they were tortured, they had tortured Him. They had crucified Him. He was on the cross. He looked up into His Father, and He said, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do." And I discovered there's a lot of people that have hurt you. They didn't even know what they were doing. Now, some knew what they were doing. And I'm going to tell you, those religious leaders, I think a lot of them knew what they were doing. But Jesus made a conscious decision. Father, forgive them. Forgive them. I'm going to pardon them. I don't want you to hold it against them. Even though they nailed me to a cross, even though they have scourged me, even though they have brutally beat my body, I want you to forgive them, Father. Because they really don't understand what they are doing. And I'm telling you, when people are controlled by the enemy, they're controlled by the flesh, they're controlled by the devil, they really don't know what they're doing. And you and I must make a conscious choice, a conscious decision. I choose to forgive because if I forgive, I'm not going to allow it to define my future. But if I don't forgive... I'm going to bring it into my future, and it's going to define who I am. And God doesn't want you to be defined by your past. Your hurt, your anger, your bitterness, all of that stuff. He doesn't want you to be defined by your past. He wants you to let it go. Let it go. If you do these things, your past will remind you. Now, hear me. Your past will remind you, but it will not define you. I can tell you every person who hurt me probably. But I've chosen, I'm not going to let them define my future. I'm not going to let them define who I am. I'm not going to let them define where I've been, I remember, but I'm choosing to forgive and pardon them, not hold it over their head, I'm not going to dwell on it, I'm not going to think about it, I know the devil reminds me, he reminds me, he reminds me, when I see him, he reminds me, you know, of what they said, or what they did, or how they acted, or, you know, whatever it is, they, he reminds me, but you know what, I'm not going to let them define me, I'm going to make a conscious decision to choose to forgive. Because if I choose to forgive, I will not drag it. I will uncouple myself from the past so that I won't drag it into the future. What if? What if? Kim, if you will get, um, JC, if you, you go get Sydney. 
out of my belly. What if we take these three things and begin to apply them to our life? What if I begin to take responsibility for my own negative history? Instead of being a victim, take responsibility. This, this part of it was my fault. This part in my, my financial decision was my fault. This part in the relationship was my fault. This part in my spiritual walk was my fault. Quit blaming God. Quit blaming others. Quit blaming, you know, whatever the situation. Just stop blaming and take responsibility. What if we did that? And what if we began to renew our minds and say, oh, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the way I think. And the, and, the, and, and the way I change the way I think is by begin feeding my mind. What do you say about God? What do you say about my sin? I mean, God, you say that my sin is cast as far as the east is from the west. You, you say that my sin is in the sea of forgetfulness. You say that my sin is forgiven never to be remembered again. You're never going to remind me of my past. Do you know God doesn't remind you of your past? The devil does. The devil will be the one to remind you of your past because he wants you to bring your past and let it define your future. God never reminds you of your past. What if you begin to renew your mind and begin to say, well, what God, what, what, what do you say about this? What do you say about this? I was sharing with uh, a young lady yesterday, and she came out of the house, and she was telling me about a new job that she had just got. She starts Monday, and she was telling me about it, and she said, God gave me the job I was praying for. God gave me the job I was praying for. This is the one I wanted, and God gave me the job I was praying for. And I'm, t- I'm so excited for her. I-, I really am excited for her. And-, and-, and we were talking, and I said, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. You're going to do good. You're- and she is. She's going to do good at that job, and it's her passion and everything. And I was telling her all things. And then I, I kind of paused a moment. I looked at her, and I said, now, let me tell you something. I said, let me tell you something. God gave you what you asked for. Now honor him. Honor him by giving of your first fruits. Because God gave it to you. Now you need to honor him. Now you say, oh, there you go again preaching about you should give. No, 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 no. You you, you misunderstand. You see, when you recognize this is a gift from God and I'm going to honor him. You see, I want to change the way I think. You see, I don't have to give. I don't have to give. God doesn't make me give anything. I get to give. I get to give. I want to honor him because it changes the way you think. And so when you renew your mind, whether it's about finances or about relationships, about sin or whatever, when you begin to to understand what does God say about this, what does God say about this, and you begin to apply, you, you renew the way you think. And then you release it. You let it go. Whatever your past has been, whatever it was, don't let it define your future. Forgive. Pardon. Let it go. I mean, really think about it. And I think about this a lot, especially when it's spiritual and when it comes to relationships. If you had a bad relationship in your past, do you want to drag all of that into the next relationship that God may put you in? 
well, he did that or she did that to me, you know, in the past, and you draw it into the next relationship, and it destroys the relationship. Do you know that's why there are more divorces in second marriage than there is in first? Because they drag all their past into the next. What if? What if you make a conscious choice? Lord, as you forgave me, I choose to forgive you. Now, I'm going to tell you something about forgiveness. You know, I, I, I remember this guy did something one time to me. I mean, to, and really didn't do something to me, just something that, that just made me mad and angry and upset. And, and, uh, and, and I, I, I just to be honest, I, I began to hate the man. I really did. I began to hate the man. God told me I, I, I hated him. And I said, no, I don't, God. I don't hate him. I just don't like him. I did. I told God that. I said, God, I don't hate him. I just don't like him. I just don't like what he did. I don't like him. And, and I don't hate him, though, God. And God said, yeah, you do. And I said, no, I don't, God. I, I don't hate the man. I, I just don't like him. I don't like what he did. He said, then I want you to pray that I'll bless him. Oh, God, you got to be kidding me. You want me to pray that you'll bless him? I mean, I, you, look what he did. You want me to pray that I'll, and pray that I'll bless him? And I couldn't. I didn't. But you know what I began to do? I began to agree with God. I said, God, you're right. You are absolutely right. There's hatred in my heart. And I'm sorry. Forgive me. And I'm going to tell you, I made a choice that night. I remember where I was at. I was in a pew and kneeling before the Lord, and I made a choice that night. I said, Lord, I choose to forgive him. I choose to forgive him. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I said I choose to forgive him, the emotion of forgiveness was not there. It just wasn't. You know, you, 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 when you make a conscious choice to forgive someone, sometimes it takes a while for the emotions to catch up with the decision that you make. And sometimes you have to go day after day after day, and you have to keep saying, I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. Just as Jesus chose to forgive me, I choose to forgive. And that's what I began saying. God, as you have forgiven me, I choose to forgive him. And before long, the emotion or the release set in, and I felt the emotion that I forgave that guy for what he did. So you say, well, I can't seem to get over it. I can't seem to give over it. Every day, make a choice. I choose to forgive. I choose to pardon. I choose to let it go. And if you do it consciously every day of your life, it will catch up. Your emotions will begin to catch up. And all of a sudden you can say, I have forgiven him. And my past is not being drug into my future. A fresh start. Whether it's spiritual, whether it's relational, whether it's decisions you've made in life, whatever it is, a fresh start. Take responsibility for your past. Begin to renew your mind. Change the way you begin to think. 
and release it. Let it go. I choose to forgive. And I'm telling you, you will begin to have a fresh start in your spiritual life, in your relational life, in your financial life, in your career, whatever it may be. You begin to have a fresh start because you will not let your past define who you are and your future. Would you stand? We've got something a little bit at the end of the service, so just bear with me. I want to I read this prayer to you today because I don't know where you may be at. All I know is that God wants you to have a fresh start. And whatever arena of life you're in, whatever that may be, God wants you to have a fresh, fresh start. And in order for you to have that fresh start, you've got to do those things. But this is a prayer I want to read to you. Heavenly Father, I want to have a new beginning by making a fresh commitment to pardon those who have hurt me. These feelings of anger, bitterness, rage, and all the behavior that accompanies it, I ask for your forgiveness in harboring these emotions. And I decide, I decide to forgive those who have caused anger in my life. I release them from anything that I have felt that they owe me. In the name of Jesus, I ask. Amen. You see, today I want you to have a fresh start. I really do. We're, we're, we're into February. This is Valentine's weekend. Oh, wow. I've been married for 40 years. Baby, I want a fresh start. <laughs> no, we're not having problems in our marriage. Don't think that. I mean, think about it. Angel, wouldn't you like to have a fresh start with Jason after being married all these years? Let's start over. Let's, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember when you first got married? And, oh, yeah, let's have a fresh start, babe. I don't know if I want any more kids, but let's have a fresh start. You get to have a fresh start. I mean, really. What if you begin to have a fresh start in your spiritual walk? I know it kind of maybe be a little facetious, but what if? You've struggled and you say, God, I, I want to have a fresh start in my relationship with you. I want to have a fresh start in my spiritual life. Lord, I, I want to have a fresh start in my finances. Because, Lord, I made some poor decisions in the past. And I don't want my past to define my future. Oh, God, I, I, I want to have a fresh start with my career. Because I made poor choices and I don't want my past to define my future. Whatever. What if we begin to do that? And we make a choice. God, I'm going to take responsibility for my future. Or my past. I'm going to take responsibility for my past. Lord, I'm going to renew. I'm going to begin to get into your word and I'm going to change the way I think. I'm going to change the what you say. The way you say about me. I'm going to change the way I think way I believe 
Lord, I'm going to change because I'm going to forgive. I'm going to choose to make a conscious choice to forgive them just as you made a choice to forgive me. And I'm going to do it. And the emotions may not be there right now, but God, I'm going to do it every day until eventually the emotions catch up with it. And I no longer hold them to my future. What if you do that? I believe God wants you to have a fresh start in your life. Would you bow your heads? Father God, you know every heart here. You know everyone's life. You know what they've been through. You know everything about their past. But God, you have a plan and a purpose for their future. And God, their past does not have to define their future. Neither does it have to define them. And so, Lord, I pray today, God, that we'll take these these words, your words, your principles. God, that we'll take them and apply them to our life in such a way that, God, we begin to have a fresh start in whatever arena of life that we may be in. A fresh start in our marriage. A fresh start in our walk with you. A fresh start in our, in, in our future finances. A fresh start in our Whatever it is, God, that we'll just have a fresh start. So, Lord, I pray, empower us today. We can't do it on our own. We can't do it within ourselves. We can't do it apart from you. So, Jesus, I pray that you would come alongside us with the power of your Holy Spirit that's within us. And, God, that you would enable us and empower us to have a fresh start and never to be defined by our past. But, Lord to be redefined by your word what you have planned and what you say about us so God would you speak to us today God I pray that you will convict me convict us of any sin that we've created that we've committed convict us and help us to take responsibility for it just by saying Lord I missed the mark there I sinned forgive me because you said that when we confess you forgive We don't have to beg. All we got to do is confess. And you forgive. We believe. You forgive. So, Lord, I pray. Forgive us of our past. Give us a fresh start for a great 2022 in our lives. I ask it in your name, Jesus. For just a moment, the altar's open. And maybe you'd like to pray. And ask God to help you, to empower you to have a fresh start. And if that's you this morning, as we're singing, this altar's open. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to pray with you this morning. Would you lead us there?
thanks for listening to the St. Mary's Church Podcast. If you made a decision to follow Jesus today or have more questions about following Jesus, we have pastors who want to talk with you. Connect with us at stmaryschurch.net or through social media on Facebook or Instagram. We can't wait to hear what Jesus is doing in you. Thank you.